0: Welcome to the Treasured Page podcast. I'm Melanie and this is our quiet crafting space and it is quiet and it is still for episode 27 as I'm here in the craft room and it's evening time. The lights are low, the heating's on and I'm sitting here. I've got a little blanket because it's still cold but it is that quiet time, that time where the house is still and I'm able to just think my thoughts from beginning to end and calm down from the day. And I think it's really, really wonderful to have these moments in your day where you have just dedicated that time, even if it's just 20 minutes, to allow yourself to breathe and think through maybe just having a little work through in your mind of all the things that have happened in the day and what is to come tomorrow and how you're going to tackle those things. And that's a really good time to maybe look at some papers and don't feel any pressure to write anything down or record anything. That feels like work. That feels like a pressure. But what doesn't feel like a pressure is to look at your things and to have a moment with some of the papers or something that gives you a little bit of a calming time where you just move some scraps of paper around in a tray or in a dish, pretending that you're tidying them up, but really looking at them and maybe layering one or two on top of each other and just see what looks nice. And it's the same sort of thing as if you were on a telephone call to somebody that you quite enjoy talking to and you're getting lost in the conversation of when they are telling you about their day or they're regaling a story that you're interested in. Perhaps you're just passing some time with an old friend and you catch yourself doodling on a notepad. Have you ever done that where you look down and you're really not sure how a flower appeared or this random pattern a zen tangled that they call them now. But I always used to call it a a sketchbook pad doodle or a telephone doodle. And um, those little times where you just your mind has gone into an autopilot while you're listening to somebody intently, but yet you've been able to create. And that that is your creative self taking over because you've allowed yourself to just slow down, calm down and listen to something else. Maybe you like listening to a piece of music or a podcast such as this. And while you're intently listening with one part of your brain, another part of your brain is doing something entirely different and creating a little doodle or perhaps piecing some papers together and making clusters before you really notice what's going on. You've you've uh, looked down and you've found that you've Made something re- that you're really impressed with, and that is the art of slowing down and meditating slightly, and just giving giving yourself that relaxation time. There isn't any pressure. You don't need to be doing what you're doing, but you're enjoying doing it, so it's okay to do so. And a methodical task perhaps involves no phone calls and nobody else, and it's just you peacefully quietly just listening to the sounds of the house as everything calms down uh, maybe there maybe it's early morning maybe you can hear birds or nature or a little trickle of water perhaps perhaps you could even bring one of those little water fountains that you could get that uh, gives you a little pleasant trickle of water that you don't mind and those are all wonderful things that you could bring into your crafting area your crafting space or any space and it doesn't have to be journaling you might want to be doing something that involves gardening or um putting plants together in an in a nice arrangement for house plants and maybe documenting the care of these plants as to what plant needs watering Uh, how many times a week and those sort of things you could maybe keep a record if that's something you prefer to do it's still a creative endeavor you're still caring for something and you're still giving giving back to your creative self by making a beautiful arrangement Um, maybe one of those jars with the plants in them a terrarium Uh, you could do that there's lots of wonderful things that you can do to help you slow down to get you into the mood for a possible journaling page and I think taking the pressure off journaling and not having to write in it is a really really big game-changing time for me when I realized that I didn't have to document and write reams of information about myself my thoughts my feelings my day Um, it actually wasn't it was more um, more stressful to think that I had to do it than to just think I could just apply a word a word is all I can cope with and I'm just going to say something about the day that um, that it, and that's all I can do. And it could have been um, it, it could have been a negative word because the day was negative. There was something about it that was was sad. Um, and maybe I picked out a word that conveyed that. But to counteract the, the, the negative, the counteract uh, in a yin and a yang where we have the light and the dark to counter it out, a sentiment which is uplifting and positive, like a mantra or a affirmation. It can be really, really powerful when you're creating a page. And it could be that you have a word in your mind right from the word go and you start creating with that word around so strong comes forward for me sometimes and I think yes I need to be strong for me I need to be strong for my children and my family in times where I don't feel strong because something is threatening to overwhelm me within uh, within, um life (laughs) and whether that's just I've caught myself watching the news and I get overwhelmed by what's going on in the world or I get affected by what's actually going on for me in my working world and it's all getting a bit too much then I need to take that moment to realise whoa I need to stop I need to slow I need to calm I need to come away from everything and I need to give myself a positive boost, that boost of energy where I can go and play with my papers. I can shut the world away. I don't have to worry about what's going on in the news. I don't have to listen to uh, who's been upset by something um, from from family. I don't need any of that. That is not going to help me. I need to shut the door. And when I emerge from my cocoon, I will be that beautiful butterfly again. And I will be able to help and I will be there and I will be um, a pinnacle of support and kindness. But right now, I need to be safe in my creative crafting world. And that happens you know, that happens throughout the month. You, There are going to be those times where you need to be quiet. You need to be safe. You need to be in your space in order to come up with these ideas that take you forward. And sometimes it only takes 20 minutes just to reset. That's what we call it in our house. We just need to reset. <laughs> right. I'll be back in a minute. I'm just going to reset and off we go and everybody <laughs> goes their separate ways. And um, maybe my son reads a book and my daughter goes and does some drawing or dancing. Um, my husband goes and plays guitar and I come and do my artwork and then we reconvene and we're a much nicer, calmer, <laughs> happier family for it. And just realising that right creativity time, we all need to go and just take a moment for ourselves. And if I I see the positive benefits of that in my family, and that's something that we've adopted throughout lockdown to make sure that we didn't get on top of each other and, and get all cross and wound up by everybody being in the same house, we worked out ways to manage the rhythms that go on in our household. And it is to come away and and have a break and and have a breather and just process those thoughts of um, worry or uh, how we're going to cope with the next obstacle that might be coming our way. And in doing so, we can foresee some of the pitfalls on the road ahead and we can navigate around them And work out if we're going to need to do a sharp swerve anywhere. We can just predict some of these things. And it is simply because we take the time to analyse what's coming up next. And maybe that's tomorrow or maybe that's a week ahead. And without planning life too much because everything changes and that changes within a moment just to know you've got some grounded, nice things coming up, things, beacons, little beacons, I call them, to look forward to, that really helps. So for an example, this morning I had to go for a physiotherapy appointment and I have to do that every every so often throughout the year when I have a bad back and I have a bad back so at the moment I need to go weekly to see a physiotherapist it isn't a problem she's solving the issue and I will be right as rain hopefully at the end of the month and and uh, going forward because I know and I trust her and she is going to help me so that's all fine, except it's not pleasant and it's something I don't look forward to but after the treatment, I know that I'm going to hurt a bit and then I'm going to look forward to doing something so whenever that's coming up I I know that that's happening and I work around that so that I've got little beacons of light to look forward to and plan in those fun things as well. So, if there's a not-so-great thing happening in your world, then that's fine, that's life, but make sure then there's something that you are looking forward to, to counteract it. So, you create a yin and a yang in your own life, the the light and the dark. So, we're always going to have those things, aren't we, that come up, and they may be medical, they may just be money related. They could be anything, something to do with family, some little pressure point, some little trigger for you that isn't going to be great. It's just not. But it doesn't have to be the end of the world. It just has to be a point in which you know about and you are now going to work out how you're going to navigate around it and with it and come up with the, yeah, okay, so that thing's happening and I might not feel great for that day, but what could I do that I would still enjoy, even though I'm in a bit of discomfort or... What could I still hang on to and look forward to as a hopeful, nice, happy thing? And if it's maybe, well, after all of that, I shall come and sit in the craft room and I'll do some fun things. Or maybe it's just a simple case of I'm really going to enjoy a nice meal this evening and I've chosen my favourite things and I'm looking forward to that and I'm going to watch a, a nice film And I'm going to settle in and that is all I'm going to do. It's always nice to have a little adventure planned and a little break in which you can get some nature in. Get get in with nature. So listen to the birds. Go and visit uh, the mountains or have that scenery. Make sure you can see the horizon or watch a sunset or a sunrise. Even if that's out of a window, maybe try your best to just get to hear the sounds of the day and that that reconnecting rewilding with nature is is going to help it just is and if if you find that you would like to grow plants on a windowsill or a shelf in in sunlight some herbs or Uh, because you like cooking or you like the aromatic scent of them, even if you've got no intention of cooking with them at all, but you like maybe a mint or a rosemary or something that gives you that uh, scent in your environment, in your kitchen. That's, That's lovely to have those plants coming in and And being being surrounded and feeling at one with nature as best you you can in your week, you will find that your crafts take on a much richer feel because you're more centred and you're coming from a centred place when you craft. And just to bring it back into the junk journaling. Uh, when I when I'm junk journaling or when I'm journaling for real when I want to actually personally put down some notes I do really connect with some of the sentiments that you can get hold of now whether you find somebody's digital kit and they've put down some nice affirmations or sentiments that you want to put on your work things that um just you connect with words and you can cut them out of book pages as well or magazines where you've seen a word or maybe it's been written in a nice script or you like to write with a calligraphy pen and you've chosen your word, something that sums up the week or sums up the day or the month depending on you can only do one journaling project a month, that's fine you do whatever you can manage Uh, if you want to be journaling from, from the very beginning you want to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and you don't want to go to bed until nine you can be crafting in all of that time because you you are a serial very serious crafter then that's fine do that as well and um And while you're doing that, just make sure that you have a break and when you have a break, maybe open your door and maybe take in that oxygen and take in the day. And even if it's freezing cold or pouring with rain, let that environment hit you in the face and give you a shot of energy by whether it's a stormy sky or blazing sun, just let your skin feel the day. And and that can really help you if you're particularly shut at home for whatever reason. That's really, really useful. Um, and even it, maybe you're coming, maybe you're listening to this podcast from hospital or you've had to be confined to your bedroom for a, for an operation or a illness or you're recovering. Make sure that somebody opens the window and just let that air in. Just give you that that chance to reconnect with the outside world and just know that this is one of those darker moments and there's always going to be the flip side. There's always the yin and the yang, the black and white yin and yang, the symbol of light and dark and and that comes with crafting too that comes with our mood we might put down a dark background but then we want we want to put the light on the top and that balance bring that balance into your journaling your creative textures that you might want to bring in and then when you're doing it have a look at some of the sentiments I really do I know I said a lot but I do like the Tim Holt ideology small talk for instance and things that bounce out at me, that, that just make me smile, because I think that, you know, they are aimed at crafters, aren't they? And embrace beautiful chaos. Well, yes, that is my craft room, beautiful chaos. But creativity takes courage. And it does. We we have to, we have to overcome some of those down times where we're having a low ebb, or we're, we're not able to come to the craft room with all the vibrancy that we'd like maybe we're tired maybe something's happened maybe we have got other commitments that we just simply cannot tear ourselves away and therefore our minds are on those things that we have to also be doing but that's okay 20 minutes play with some papers stick something down that doesn't mean anything just get an old envelope start sticking down some scrap papers and leave it leave it at that you haven't finished it doesn't mean anything but maybe you've got a pile of envelopes with some scraps on them fine 20 minutes the next day come back take those envelopes with the scraps of paper stuck down look at them and think huh now, wouldn't that look good if I just put a flower on it? Or how about I just put a label and a butterfly? And all of a sudden, your yesterday's problem has become today's artwork. And you've turned something around. You've turned a negative into an amazing positive, And that's art. That is art. That's all part of art. And so when you've come up with your little collage, your envelope that has just got some scraps stuck down and, uh, and now a fun image on top of it, put a sentiment to it. What, what have you felt this week? You were low, but now you're feeling okay. You put a butterfly on there. Why? What did that make you feel? Did it make you feel creativity takes courage? <laughs> did it take, did it mean embrace beautiful chaos? Put something like that down. And then you have got something to journal with. All you've got to do is tuck it into the book and, uh, and call it done. You could, you could even, ah, <gasps> get your washi tape out and then stick it in with washi tape and you've created a flip and you can choose to write something or not another day. And sometimes creating a page can quite easily take two or three days. It does not need to happen all at once. There is no journaling police out there that are going to tell you to do anything different to what you want to do. You might want to take two years to create the perfect book. You might want to take two hours to create the perfect book. Whatever vibrancy you craft at, do that because that's what needs to be done. It's just another call to slow down and think about your environment and bring that into your artwork and your creativity. And if you're feeling low at any point over the next few days, don't worry about it. We all feel the same at certain times and this too shall pass. This is a phase and it will get better. And if you're in a joyous, happy place right now, embrace that And add your sentiments and add your numbers that vibrate with your mood and bring memories and dates and special things. Add your numbers, add your words that mean something to you. Put them down on paper. Record that. Record that special high moment, that top of the mountain moment and see where you will be When you are feeling low, you will look back and you can see the top of the mountain again and you know that you can get back there. And there are ups and downs because there are ups and downs for everyone. And you're doing great, okay? And so you have to just relax, go slow, look at your environment and chip away at it. Chip away and make it better for you in whichever way you can and just know that you're not alone. Okay guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Melanie and above everything else, just slow down and make crafting time for you. Bye-bye now.